Welcome to the Stella Films Podcast. I'm your host, Stella. So today I'm going to start our second episode of podcast with some information on screenwriting. Because screenwriting is the basis of every single film, and it's really important that everyone, regardless of what field you're going to go into with filmmaking, has some kind of experience with it. So that way you can kind of relate with other people and you can craft an amazing story. Before I get started in anything, I'd just like to say you need to go pick up the book Story by Robert McKee. I got this book for Christmas, and this is by far the best book on screenwriting ever, okay? Because he, Robert McKee, is the best screenwriting guru of the entire world. He has all of the information on how to win all of these nominations and awards, Oscars, crazy things. And he's been super successful because he actually breaks down every single detail of how a story is crafted using the plot structure, the structure of characters, and how to relate to them. But it's just so amazing. I've been highlighting the entire book because I thought, well, why don't I just highlight the most important parts of each paragraph. Basically, the entire book is really important, and he uses so many great examples from movies that we've all seen, and most of his students from his master class have actually made really famous movies and TV shows, like Seinfeld, Glory. You can't go wrong when it comes to that, so clearly he's a huge success. So before you even think about writing a story, please. Go get his book, start reading it. You're going to have some kind of screenwriting epiphany while you're reading it, and then that's going to help you want to write. So I think that that's just what happened to me, and it was really effective. So yeah, (laughs) just make sure you go get that book. Okay, so today's episode is all about overcoming writer's block. Such a wonderful friend writer's block. I really hate it. I think every writer hates it. It's just one of those little annoying parts of us that prevents us from writing. We all have that feeling, I feel creative, I want to write today. You don't really know what you're doing, you just want to write something. That happens to me all the time. It's not even for screenwriting. Sometimes I just want to write something in like a journal or a random novel idea that I might convert to a screenplay. I don't know. But I just feel like I want to write something. And then, when I'm in the moment, I have all of the materials I need. My laptop is open, or I have my notepad and my pencil, and nothing comes out of my brain. Thank you, writer's block. Most of the time, I get the best ideas when I'm not writing and ready to write. For instance, I'm going to be walking down the street to go to the supermarket and I'm just like oh my gosh this is the best idea ever and I start freaking out because obviously I didn't bring my whole writing entourage with me so I'm scrambling to get my phone out so I can write it but it's not as effective because I'm just that pad paper girl or laptop girl not really with the touch screen keyboards yet so it kind of bothers me because I keep making all these mistakes and I hate autocorrect because it just says the wrong word I want to say bathtub and then it says like something else it's just really weird so 
I'm writing, and then I'm just like, no, it's not working, and then I lose all of the important details. Or I wake up, and I have this amazing dream, and it could actually be a story. And then, sadly, I just have to keep repeating it in my head to kind of remember, but I always forget the really important details. Always happens. But of course, when I'm ready to write, writer's block becomes my best friend. Though, I really don't like him, and I'd rather him get out. (laughs) But every writer goes through it. It's a phase with pretty much every project, so you're not alone. So I have a few creativity mix-up tricks that I came up with to kind of help you get back into the groove of writing because, you know, we need to be getting back into it. So let's get started. So for the first tip, number one, go for a walk outside or in the mall. This gives you two options because the weather is just its own mind. So if it's a really nice day, you can go out on a nature walk. I like doing that with my family. We like to bring a camera and take some pictures because we're kind of in the middle with film, video, slash photography, but it's nice. We breathe in the fresh air, we get to take some nice pictures, spend time together, it's just cool. But also, take something with you that you can write with, because then you can just observe different elements. For instance, if there's a plant and it just looks really cool, you can go up to it, you can feel it, smell it, observe it, and you get all of these sensory details, you can write it. So if you take a notepad with you, describe everything that you see in this one plant, that is also helping you with your screenwriting. Because if you think about it, you need to make sure that you're being descriptive if you're trying to get your story made. So if you're trying to really describe a setting or an element that's really important because it might be tied to symbolism, then you may need to have this practice. This will help you so that way the director doesn't go in a different direction (laughs) with the setting. He might think, oh, this is this one thing when in all honesty it's the opposite of what you were thinking. Also, let's say it's raining. Thank you Mother Nature for the trees, but sometimes we need sun. (laughs) But when it's raining, You don't really have to make that as an excuse. You can go to the mall. The mall is an interesting place to be because there's a lot of people there and conversations are happening all around you. You can use this to your advantage because if, again, you take a notepad or something with you to write with, then you can observe the different conversations that are happening around you and think about how are they speaking, what are their emotions right now based on their body language, what's going on, And then, you don't have to really spy, but I mean, just notice something. If you see someone's expression, and it's anger, maybe someone's having a fight, and then you just hear a one line of dialogue that they're saying, you can think about it and say, this is authentic dialogue. This is authentic body language. You can use this in describing your characters, so you can tell your actors, this is what I saw, basically. It's real. Here you go. It doesn't have to be the same line of dialogue, same thing, but if you kind of just observe how people are naturally acting in everyday life, so when you're describing it in your screenplay, it doesn't seem 
so fake. Because sometimes we have tendencies to create our own scenarios, but it just doesn't work with real life. It's happened to me a million times. I'm going to do a separate episode later all about authentic dialogue. Once I master it, I'm working on that. But it just helps you to kind of study life, how it works, and how people really interact with each other. So, going to the mall turns out to be a wonderful exercise in screenwriting. Another excuse. (laughs) Tip number two. Surf the web or Pinterest for writing prompts. Writing prompts are really helpful because when you're stuck for an idea and you don't really know what direction you want to go, you can use beloved writing prompts from other sources. So I say Pinterest because Pinterest is like my best friend. There's always a million ideas out there. You put them on a board. It's amazing. It just helps you really narrow down the Google search to really popular sites that are there. Or you can just see a picture and just love it. For instance, I have a giant inspirational quotes board full of pictures of inspirational quotes. But I also have a writing prompts board full of pictures of writing prompts. There are different kinds of writing prompts depending on your style and there's just a million different ideas. It can go from horror to romance to fantasy, drama, anything. And it's great because it'll help you. If you don't really know what you want to write, but you have that feeling like you really want to write something all the time with me, just pick a random writing prompt, something that you like, think about it, write down some ideas for plot elements, your climax, resolution, stuff like that, random rising action events, I don't know. And then craft all of those ideas into a story. It can be a short film, feature, anything, as long as you're writing. And also, you can practice screenplay format, so it's a win-win. But there are different kinds of... Oh, yeah, yeah. The different kinds of writing prompts can be used to your advantage in different ways. For instance, if you're having one of those really weird days where you just can't, and the writer's block is just getting you like crazy, what you can do is pick one or use both. So here are the two different types. There's dialogue prompts and summary prompts. That's kind of how I like to name them. Dialogue prompts are all about a random line of dialogue that a character will say or characters will say. And that's it. That's all you're given. So this can help you and you can think about it. Make a random plot but you have to use that line of dialogue or lines of dialogue in there because that's kind of like setting a goal for yourself. If you don't use it, then, you know, it just defeats the purpose a little bit. But if you kind of reword it a little bit, that's also cool too. So that just makes you even more creative. Summary prompts basically just give you a little one to two sentence small summary of a random plot idea. It could be about the setting, it could be about the characters, but just anything that kind of gives you just a little tiny seed idea, basically, like they used to tell us in elementary school, and it's just something really small to kind of help you branch out and use those basic elements to come up with your own details. So you can pick one of these to use, or you can combine them. Combining them is cool, because if you find a really cool summary prompt about something like post-apocalyptic like everything is these days and then this really gripping 
line of dialogue, like, get out of my life, I can't do this anymore, or something like that. You just put that together, and then you have this amazing thriller that's sci-fi and everything. It's just really cool. Because then, you have more ideas to work with. So, win, win, win. And writing prompts are just great for those times. But sometimes, they're not so effective just because you're like, it's someone else's idea, it's not mine. But if you think about it, if you give 10 people the same writing prompt, 10 different stories will come out. They may have similarities, they may not. That's the really cool part about writing. It's your voice, it's your style. So if you take someone else's writing prompt, you can tweak things however you want, or you can use that as your basic structure, build on it, so it's technically your story. But you can also, you know, cite the other person who made the writing prompt, too. So, by all means, it's great to give people credit. Alright, on to number three. Read, read, read. Read some more. Read even more than that. Just keep reading. So, when you can't write, read. There's this one quote, something like that. It says, like, when you're feeling any emotion, write. But if you can't write, read. Really effective. Because when you're having writer's block and nothing is working, for instance, those writing prompts just aren't speaking to you. Or that walk in nature or in the mall, A, you couldn't go, or B, it just didn't really give you as much inspiration as you hoped. Reading is the answer. <laughs> because I'm a little nerd girl. I love reading. It doesn't even have to be a screenplay. It can be anything. Like, I love reading different novel series. It's just wonderful. For instance, I'm reading right now the Red Queen series. I love it. Just kudos to Victoria Avjar. She's great. But anyway, it's not its not even a screenplay, even though she is a screenwriter. I just realized that. It was great. But that story is just amazing. It's something you can just escape from reality and go into a different story. Then it just kind of helps you think about story structure. How is this author gripping me? How is that possible? Then you break it down into different levels because you are a screenwriter. So you can be analyzing while it's for pleasure. How awesome is that? So I went into different stages of character development with her characters and plot structure with her plot. Just kind of thought about how did she really craft this together? And then I looked at some of my screenplays that I've been writing, just random little ideas that I never finish because I'm losing the inspiration and then I go back into it and finish it. So I went back to my stories and then thought about the structures that she used. And I kind of thought if I use a similar take, it might work. Or if I use the bare bones of what she did, then I can build on it in my own style. Or if I didn't even like maybe one part for whatever reason, because she's a great author. But if I thought maybe if I did this, it would be even better. It's, it's really cool. You can do different things with writing and reading at the same time. So you could read a novel like me, or you could read other people's screenplays. But I thought about it, and I thought 
if I could actually read someone else's screenplay from a real production company, real screenwriter that's getting paid, you can A, look at all the formatting and compare it to your own, make sure you're doing it correctly, or B, really see how in the film a story is played out. Because definitely film stories and novel stories are not the same. Especially when you've read the book and then you see the movie and it's two completely different things. That's happened a million times. So it's really important that you at least read one screenplay from a professional because you can start to compare it to yourself again. And it's a little bit easier to compare because it's actually in the format that you're using. So you can say... They played out this scene like this. My scene, which should have a similar emotion, is not having that similar emotion. What element are they putting in the dialogue, in the character action, whatever it is, that's giving that emotion that I'm not getting? Wonderful. Or, if you're not really working on any projects or you haven't started anything yet, which, by all means, happens all the time, you can read to get some inspiration. So you can read the screenplay and say, ooh, I like this genre, I'm going to try my own. Or read a novel. I like the way this action is played, it's really cool. Or this element of fantasy, anything. I want to do my own take on it. So reading other people's stories can actually inspire you to make your own. Pretty cool. But as long as you are reading, reading, and reading some more, That is most important. Tip number four. Change your writing space. Sometimes your writer's block is not caused by your own mind. Which, by the way, we always beat ourselves up about it. I'm a victim to that too. But we shouldn't be doing that and I keep telling myself to stop. But, you know, there's crazy emotions in us writers. That's just how it is. But sometimes it's not us. It's actually the space where we're writing. So if you have a desk, maybe it's not really working for you. In other words, you may not be as organized because sometimes creativity is messy. I don't know. I'm all for that. But sometimes a cluttered space is a cluttered mind. So maybe spruce it up a little bit with some organization. Or it might be bland. Because things get bland all the time, especially when you keep it the exact same way forever. Then it's just like, in your head. You may not realize it, you may. But it happens. So instead of just keeping a blank wall there, or the same picture that's there, maybe change the picture or add a giant one that's there that you really like. Maybe a painting. You like art? Put an art poster there. Or movie posters. Cover the area with them because guess what? You're a filmmaker. Filmmakers, movies, same thing. Cover it with that. Or maybe some inspirational quotes from directors or screenwriters. Anyone who's in the field maybe that you want to be into. Or just any quotes about film that you really feel speak to you because you can relate to it very easily. Put that there too. Or just regular motivational quotes. That's what I've done to my own space. So try it for yourself. You can also use some of the inspirational quotes from my Pinterest board. Very accessible to you there. 
but as long as you're changing your space up and just giving it some color, it doesn't have to be printing out the quote, putting it there, black and white. Use color! Find a million different colors and fonts and just put it there. I love doing that. It's really awesome. Or if you don't have a desk, like me, I don't have a desk, change where you're writing. Because sometimes if you're just writing at the same table every single time, it's not as effective. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. It just depends on your mood. But regardless, change your location. So instead of being at the same table, move to a new place. For instance, sometimes I like to write in my little nook area of my room. You can write on your bed. Just spruce up some pillows and be all comfy because we writers are like all about being comfy while we're writing. Or go outside if it's a nice day. Go under your favorite tree and just set your laptop down, breathe in the air, and go for it. Or when it's raining, go into a closet. Because sometimes we need privacy as writers to just have an area of silence to come together. Anything. As long as you're changing your space or updating, doing whatever you need to do, your brain will be switched on to creativity mode, hopefully. And then it'll start thinking, what else can we do? What else can we do? And then, boom, put all of that power into your story and screenplay. You're writing again. And lastly, tip number five, just write. I think every single source that talks about writer's block has some kind of tip that just says write. It doesn't really matter what happens. You just got to write. Not always effective because sometimes I get disappointed looking at it and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I came to you because I was looking for advice and I could have done this on my own. But hold on for a second before you even think about that stuff. Writing as it is, is an art. It's an art form that needs practice. It needs care. And your brain is such an amazing creativity tool, but it needs rest sometimes. Or it just needs a little bit of a jolt to wake up and think. It happens all the time. To me, anyway, like all the time, everything happens. So just writing will actually help you shake up your brain and get going. Works for me, works for many writers that I know. Hopefully it works for you too. So use pretty much all of the tips that I've given you. Start with going for a nice walk, putting some nice details on something, just kind of thinking about what could I be writing about. Then move on to number two. Find some writing prompts to kind of give you some ideas. Using these details that you've gotten from observing or feeling, doing any of the sensory details, observing the conversations around you. Use that information that you've gathered, put it into a writing prompt that you like, or two writing prompts that you like, dialogue and summary. Then, do some research. Read anything that you like. Read your favorite novel, or read a new novel. Read a new screenplay. Then compare and contrast with past projects, or think about the story structure how you can put it into your own. Then number four, change up your writing space a little bit. Maybe add some color or go to a new place. Then once you're all settled and comfy, bring some pillows and blankets with you because 
you want to be comfy while you're writing, use everything, everything that you've got and write. Then you'll feel happy inside because you're doing what you love. Because I love writing, many other people love writing, doing all of these fun things that are all about writing will help you to write. So instead of just sitting there and being like, oh, I can't write, and now she just told me to write, instead of just being like that, you could use everything that I've given you to write. And there's tip number five. Basically, one through four, mingled into one. Very fun. So, those were my five tips on overcoming writer's block. Writer's block is not always your friend. <laughs> and I know that, but I hope that these tips are helping you to really shake things up with your creativity, get going. It is called creativity mix-ups, so... I hope that these tips were a little bit different than usual. And I hope that you have an amazing time writing and you get really amazing stories going. And please be sure to pick up Story by Robert McKee because he will also be a great deal of inspiration to you and help you to really craft an amazing story that will maybe, if your player cards right, win something like an award or an Oscar. Yes, <laughs> all of our filmmaker goals. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Please stay tuned for even more, and good luck on your writing adventure.